right, everybody. Welcome to Yeah, But Still. Ooh, we Ooh. are joined today by... Actually, this is this might be a record for the most amount of people that we've had on mic. We have three guests we've with had, us. We've had three guests We've on had three? Before. We'll take the tie. Three? Cool with the tie. We had three. Three. Yeah, I don't we think had. we've done four. Yeah. But we are joined today by Tiger's Jaw, a band who I've wanted to have on for a very long time. Hello. So I'm very, very happy you guys are here. Hey, introduce yourselves individually. Uh, my name is Ben. Uh, I play guitar and sing in the band. My name is Brianna. I play keys and sing in the band. My name is Teddy, and I play drums in the band. And, and sing. And he sings, too. I'll sing, too. Yeah, I just started singing. Uh, Ooh, we're on our is. Fleetwood Mac We're getting our three parts <laughs> yeah. going down. I saw you guys at the Palladium last night. Two sold-out shows, right? Sold-out both nights. Yeah. Packed with teens. Yeah. Um, Very packed. Is Everybody Joyce, is wearing masks. Joyce Manor? So. Yeah. Yep. Joyce Manor. They've been on the podcast, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Love yeah. those boys. Um... But yeah, that was crazy, and I've wanted to have you guys on for a long time. So, yeah, did I'm you very say, stoked you guys are here? Packed, did you say packed with teens? Just that, just dude. Now? It was packed with teens. Oh uh, yeah, wall to wall teens. I yeah. mean, I, I I'm sorry, like, I noticed. I didn't like the way you said that. Teens, <laughs> <laughs> teens, bodies with, pushed up against with each teens, other, teens, like sardines. <laughs> <laughs> it was all ages. Packed with is a nubile crowd. Um, <laughs> No, but it was. I I clocked it like right away when I walked in. I was like, "Oh man, I feel I feel a little old." I, yeah, you go to a show anymore after like twenty five? That's the vibe. It was. Yeah. Who are well, these people I've never seen before? It's good to know uh, teens are still going to rock and roll shows. No, I mean yeah. that's the that's the good way to look at it. And yeah. also, I mean, you guys have been around for a long time, so sure. I feel like that's like since we were teens. Yeah. So I mean, that's good. It's like it would be kind of a bummer if it was all. People are age. Yeah, I mean, how old? How old? Yeah, are you, how old are like you? babies. You're 30, people with babies. You're you don't want too many of those. Yeah, yeah the yeah, burnout rate. You know, like you when you get 30. older, yeah. you go to shows yeah. less. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, like if we've been around for so long, but people still stumble upon our music, and you know, it's it's been great to like still be able to reach new people this this many years later. And we literally can't do it without them. <laughs> Without the teens, without, without the teens, the teens yes. we're trying to get some teens in here. Yeah. We're trying to get teen, teen <laughs> pod, pod your, listeners into your house. <laughs> yeah, what are the what are the <laughs> metrics on the podcast? Like who you're? I feel like it's like twenty eighteen to twenty four. Yeah, like a big eighteen you know. to eight, male female dynamic. Eighteen to thirty four. There's a demo. heavy male skew to our podcast that we've been trying to fix. What's up, fellas? But you know, yeah, I mean, I feel like that. You know, you never know. The day could be wonky. We're yeah, trying to fix it, it. It's it depends. I feel like podcasting like is a male seventy thirty maybe male heavy genre. Yeah, unless you're call her daddy or something like that. Yeah, or you know, it's a, Sophia with an F, or Sophia with an F. Yeah, which listen. one's your favorite, Brandon? Oh, Sophia. I'm, I've been I've been Team Sophia. You don't listen you know to this? call her daddy anymore. Absolutely not. No, I'm only li- I, I I but I also don't li- I haven't been keeping up with Sophia, but I gotta I gotta uh, check back in. Okay, that's good. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to. No, um, it's like what's that? What's that rule in filmmaking where it's like you don't bring up a, a better movie in your movie? <laughs> yeah. We don't. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying this is better, but it's definitely bigger. Sure, you know, both of them are. Way oh, bigger. I mean, yeah, the Call Her Daddy Spotify bag was crazy. I'm trying to get somewhere yeah. close to that. Yeah, but you anyway, know, in the meantime, stoked to have you guys here. Brandon's fresh <laughs> off the gun range. Oh yeah, I just got it here from. Brandon was just handling handling a gun. I noticed you're wearing your Marines jersey. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. Hopefully, command some respect. I assume you look yeah. dangerous. Oh, thank you. What yeah. were you shooting today? Uh, it was just a regular Glock. 
Was it a Glock? It, it didn't was, look like one. It was. I think it was a Glock. It was a gun. Yeah, but it was. How not, was it? Is that they what had, you call all guns? Is Glocks? No, they had like they had like right. They had like assault rifles and mm-hmm. and all that, which I was like, right. I I didn't want to, I didn't want to mess around with that. This but is the L.A. Gun Club, right? This is L.A. It's Gun like Club. A famous. Very very funny uh, decor in uh, the L.A. Gun Club. Oh yeah, because they have like uh, in the same way that like a you know uh, a sandwich shop would have uh, framed photos of their uh, past celeb uh, patrons. Oh yeah, they yeah. Had, well, they had like a thing where it would be like the um, what do you, what do you call it at a gun range? The thing that you're sh- the target. The target. Yeah. I guess it's just the target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they would have like that person's target sheet. Uh-huh. And uh, a headshot. So one was like, one. There's a photo of Machine Gun Kelly when he walk in, <laughs> and then also like his signed target. Does he live like up a to photo. his name? Yeah, was he shooting yeah, a machine I mean, he gun? Yeah, gun in his in his goddamn name. It, I I don't think you saw. I don't think uh, they show what gun he used. Yeah. See, here's the here's the picture. Of, he has it signed. <laughs> Let's see. His, Maybe I could get a sense of the caliber from the target. Uh, and he like wrote, you know, MGK, bang, 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 bang. Ba- he wrote bang, bang, bang <laughs> on it. Teddy's actually a huge machine gun killer. He yeah. wasn't. He yeah, wasn't hitting year, shit. I dove in. Oh first. yeah. Also shot a gun first time this year too. So wow, respect. At a buddy's house, we blew up a gazebo in his backyard. So fuck. MGK. Wait, you blew there up a gazebo yeah. with guns? <laughs> yeah, we had like four. Uh, the uh, uh, my cousin's no. <laughs> uh, stepdad. He um. Uh, I live out around Detroit, so we're like an hour north, kind of out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And he's got a gazebo in his backyard. That's your that, boy, dude. That like is his target. The so, gazebo like, is all, asking for all it. All summer, Whoa. we they just shoot the gazebo and shit. And the That's the posts fire. were getting to the point now where, and I'd never shot a gun before, so we went. and He has like eight thousand, so I kind of got the rundown on how they all work and this and that. It was pretty exciting, but yeah, at the end of like three hours of just blasting this thing, the roof caved in. Oh, you just you, I was, you, yeah, yeah was, you shot it down. Yeah, yeah it was fucking awesome. It was scary. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can tell what gun he's holding in that photo. I mean, he's wearing a leather jacket, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, he's he has an iced coffee. Well, yeah, absolutely. I kind of regretted. Was not. it like the morning? I wonder. What's up? MGK came through at like yeah, I mean, seven a.m. Well, when we walked in, we, I was I was there not long. We've recently become obsessed with him. He hasn't seen seven a.m. in. That's a in good point. Years. That's a really good yeah, point. I mean, Maybe ever. He doesn't need to. No, that's true. You know? I want to get to that point in my that's, life. That's <laughs> yeah. I oh my god yeah. There's a oh there's a good framed photo of Rappaport. Michael okay, Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Uh, <laughs> Oh, good one. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. <laughs> Adam Devine in there. That's, that's him posted that's on I mean, shit. You're getting closer, Brandon. Like, yeah. you know, they're they're going down the list, the celeb list. Yeah. Did, they you, put, yeah. did they take your picture for you? Yeah, them? absolutely not. They didn't no, recognize I was not, you. I was not recognized in that establishment. You, should, you didn't go up and be like, hey, Adam Devine, I was in his... Oh, uh, I was, I was, I was, I was actually on Adam Devine's house party season three. Uh, so, like, if you wanted a headshot, yeah. you know, I don't have one, but I could go get one made. <laughs> that's... Um, no, we we did not stay. We did not stay long. It was I it was like you quit. Did, it was did very, your shot and well, left. yeah. Greer was scared. It was like we we fucking went in and it's it feels when you're in the lobby. It's also by the way. I'm sorry if you're like a Tiger's Jaw fan that's just like listening to me talk about gun, <laughs> but it was yeah. It was fucking. Uh, it feels great with the lead up. Where they're like showing you how to do it, uh-huh. but then once you actually shoot, a, I don't like shooting a gun. I think 
I don't think anybody's surprised to hear this. I don't. Yeah, and we've seen what? that there's a video of you going <laughs> before, and it's like, yeah, but that time they the lead up process was like not as uh, they they didn't hold your hand as much at that place. Like I I remember they gave a very like quick like cursory demo of how to do it, and they kept being like, no, not like that, no, not like that, but then not telling me what to do instead. This time I had a guy named Mario who was so kind shout out to mario i love mario mario, <laughs> mario at la gun club i do want to give you a shout out because you were you were an angel and he immediately like uh, he he looked at my idea he said what 28 what are you eating <laughs> <laughs> you know he was like flat, laying it on thick very very flattering very flattering stuff and uh he he guided me through but um she was more scared than me Okay, I, it was more about my friend. Yeah, than me. You you would have stayed. I would have stayed. I mean, we had a, we got through like half the bullets. Oh, you didn't even finish your bullets. You like actually left. You yeah, walked out of the was, theater of yeah, war. How many that was did you it. get? What's up? How many bullets? Well, I got get? like she got like three bullets. <laughs> she, <laughs> she got, got like, three one bullets. <laughs> she got one and a bullets, half was and fired. I got I got like. 21 maybe oh you guys did nothing yeah it was like oh dude upon so you, bu- you buy your own ammo when you go to the like the, yeah. you have to yeah. buy okay. this like range ammo. i should have finished i should have finished but yeah I, I did well i walked in and i remember like the employees were one of them was like oh i'm going on a starbucks run do you guys want anything and that was like right before to just to the other oh, to the guy i thought they were yeah. offering you starbucks. no not not to me but That'd explain I, I feel like mario, iced coffee but then mario would have done that for mario would have yeah. done that but uh, then I walked. Uh, by the time we walked out, that was when they were bringing the coffee in. So like that's how short that's we how were quick. there. Yeah, a Starbucks run. Yeah, it was a Starbucks run length. And it could have even been it. Was it Starbucks? Because <laughs> there's some coffee shops real close. No, they they went to okay. Starbucks. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. it was a Starbucks run. I, I don't know where the local Starbucks is yeah. over there, so I can't really. It was yeah. probably really quick. It was very quick. I I should have I should have finished finished the round, but you shot. Have you shot a gun? I've never shot a gun, ever. I have, yeah. I grew up in the woods, though. So. Okay. Oh, wait. You gotta wait. do it. What? Where you should try it once. for races, right? Maybe. Oh, I did have that job. She's yeah. She Brianna, you tell them what's good. Sorry, I grew <laughs> up in a vi- like a farm village, very small. Um, Scranton was like the biggest city, the big city. This is like a, a suburb of Scranton, <laughs> not a sure. rural. A rural of Scranton. Yeah, yeah. that. Um, but yeah. You know, my family all hunts or whatever, but I did have this really random job that my brother, who is the track coach at the high school that we both went to, um, where I would go to track meets and I was the second sh- second person that would shoot the gun if like the first one didn't go <laughs> off or if there was a false start. An understudy? Uh, yeah, an understudy. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But like that's what the runners like listen for, I guess, where they're just focusing on running. So they have to know if they should probably stop because it's not going to count. So kind of important. And yeah, it was, have you, did you ever have to fire it? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't just like you were, Oh wait. I mean, they shoot blanks, you know? So did you shoot it every day? Were you like the second shot that goes off or like only if they fucked up? There would be okay. I probably did like four meets, and I had to shoot it at like three out of four. Okay, that's pretty but good. But think of how yeah. many like ra- there's so many. I mean, Oof. I didn't do track. There's so many races that happen. So yeah. it's like every time they're doing it, 
you have to be there just in case they right. fuck up. It was just a paid position. Yes. You just pull up. Your job is to show up and shoot one yes. shot one, in the air and then one, go home. One blind yeah. sky. That's a nice job. It was sick. Thank it, you. Justin, shares, I mean, shares a lot of characteristics with that was a, that's a teen job yeah seriously no i did no? that not that long ago oh <laughs> for real this is your current yeah. job <laughs> oh whoa it paid that's pretty sick. good so. that's uh, when, when was this it was probably three years ago oh wow yeah a that's teen a, job thank you no i don't know i just i, I don't i didn't know it was a i didn't no, know i this did that recent. as an adult woman no i, I would that do that job. as as an adult <laughs> I mean, it's an easy mistake, you know, track, high school track. I don't know. Yes, right. it was for high school track. I should say there were teens there. So yeah. a teen job in that way of like you're going to the high school <laughs> track meet to make sure that you're letting those kids yeah. know. What kind of gun are you using for this? Um, I don't know. Is it know. like a, it's tiny and it's very like a short barrel only has five rounds. Um, it's a revolver so it, of sorts. It's a revolver. Like it's a revolver. Spinning spinning chamber, but not like, yes. a, like a flare gun. It's, it, I'm pretty sure that this is a specific thing made for track. Could you like, rob a bank with it? Or it would they looks, look at you and be it like... It looks like a straight up gun. Okay. Yeah. It is a gun. I don't What? I don't know. I've only had to shoot... I kind of want to look it up now too. Yeah. It's a gun that if you get shot with it, you have to start running. That's a good point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That's true. Or stop running. Have you guys, what other weird jobs have you guys had in this group? A million. Oh, God. You I worked know, at I, a cheerleading camp. Doing what? Um, Firing the, the gun? No, running the snack bar at that one. Nice. Okay. I have a sporty family, I guess. That's fun. Go ahead, Teddy. You've had a million and a half, too. Actually, I, I made a list on my phone like, like a while ago because I had this conversation because <laughs> I, I had this thing where I'd, I'd have a job for three or four months and then I'd quit. I'd, I loved quitting jobs for some reason because I, you know, I'd I'd be in some band and we'd have some stupid show, and the, <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, "You got to work on Friday." I'm like, "Well, I, you know, I can't." I would show and they're like, "Well, show up." And then my response would be, "Well, I'll just I'll just work at Jimmy John's then," and then I go work <laughs> at Jimmy John's. But weird shit. I mean, oh my god, I worked the midnight shift at a Seven Eleven for about three or four months. That was pretty crazy. Oh wow! I was Damn. a meat boy at like a slider joint in my hometown. Did you say meat boy? It was Meat Boy, like a little, <laughs> that was called Meat Boy. I was 15. I walked out of that place looking like I murdered someone. That's dude. the title? Wait, what'd you do? I was just, I just, I, I, I took the ground beef and I processed it into like the actual patties. Like I ran the grinder, the whole, the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I had like meat stuck in my shoelaces and shit. I was oh, covered in fuck. blood. Oh my God. And I would God. walk home too. Is like that a crank? Away. Yeah, it was like, it was a crank thing. Insane story. I don't want to throw my hometown slider joint under the bus oh, here no. but no wonder he's meat squad shit. in the band i am i am the meat squad i'm the only i feel like you know, me and ben were meat squad oh, our band's divided squad? we love we love meat and cheese and the other half are vegan and we all oh, we all love damn. each other and it's it's a great yeah. time how and how long do you work there i worked there for like 6 months okay until i became a, a, a ymca kid counselor dude worked oh how was that Wait, but I, no that i want to hear more about the meat yeah i kind of want to so hear more about boy, the meat boy right, so i was meat boy um you had to wear an apron. I was I had to wear an apron, and it was me. And like I worked with a bunch of old, older women that just smoked forty cigarettes a day. You know, mm-hmm. half of them named <laughs> Patty. They sound like this. You know, that's all day. Sig voice. And, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I used to I used to rip the cigs too, so I know how it goes, man. You know. Oh, hundred percent. But like, that's so, so I used to bum. Yeah, I, I started at work, but then I was bumming. Like lady cigarettes. I was smoking Benson and Hedges. Benson and Hedges. Stealing them from my boss at Aurelio's Pizza. You know those are like Capris? She'd have those two, the long thin ones. The Misties used to hit, dude. Those were some dark times where I was like, maybe I couldn't buy them. Maybe I was underage at that point. 17, 18. You're like like 
you're, you're barely legal, but you're smoking MILF cigs. I was smoking MILF cigs. <laughs> Ta- like yeah. the 100s, mm. taking long, that's thin a, drags. That's a MILF cig. Yeah. yeah. The MILFs are happy to oblige, too. MILF cigs are the way to go, dude. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was one of my weirder bosses. But proceed. I want to hear more oh. about... Oh, yeah, Meat Boys. So, I, so we're about three months in, and I go... Um, I'm cl- I clean this thing out every day, and I guess I I can't believe I'm about to air this dirty laundry 15 years later on a podcast. You're not saying oh, that we got into the establishment. No, no, I'm not going to tell it. Brandon's like name dropped his Maybe bullies on air, and they've like messaged him <laughs> and been like, "Hey, man, like I didn't I didn't mean to bully. Like oh, I was I, just I don't I think know, we, yeah, I think we had it confused. I think there was <laughs> like, yeah. I think I I I do some casual doxing. I've yet to learn my lesson. After all these years, and and you guys are, you're breaking out the Tecate, so yeah, Brandon, you know, I might, I might, I might get one Tecate deep, start start doxing some classmates. Brandon, Brandon put some kid on blast in the context of like some kid that was like being mean to him, and it turned out it was more like nerd on nerd crime, like a nerd on nerd dispute. Oh yeah, that was Austin. Yeah, well, which they have like the we Austin, are. That's we different put that than the Austin stuff. Oh, okay, the Michael stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff with Michael and Ben. ben <laughs> you just doxed him again. <laughs> I haven't even but, cracked. Wait, which one do we need? To, yeah, which one do we need? To, Austin is cool. I have no issues with any of them now. I'm okay. at peace. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> I'm at peace. Let's with, just go on the record. I'm at peace with all of these. I'll probably forget names. to bleep that. With all of these guys, <laughs> but that, but I forgive them. I okay, forgive good. them for this. Okay, good. But yeah. can, anyway, continue. So, so that's like. <laughs> That'll overshadow right there. Will overshadow any attention. No, that's totally. F- I mean, I feel like now I want. I want to air some some. Bullish, yeah, bullish yeah. No, shit. I encourage all of you to. Uh, yeah, if you're listening, Matt Berger, find me, Matt Berger from Livonia. You're gonna come find me. We need to talk, dude. Matt Berger. His name is Matt Berger. Was that your boss dude. at the meat <laughs> show? <laughs> 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 We're talking about bullies <laughs> now. Oh, oh, Matt Berger. I just realized like oh, the burger connection. Yeah, you had a burger. burger. Yeah, you had a burger. No, Matt Berger was a fucking asshole. And you know, to this day, you come find me, man. Hit me up. Yeah, Matt Berger. I want, let's get a beer and let's talk it. Let's talk it through because we're adults now. Yeah, I just absolutely. had to get that out. But well, yeah, yeah, Matt Berger. I thought Matt Berger was at the meat shop. <laughs> I thought he was too. But I, whatever. Uh, no, but regardless, meat shop. Yeah, fuck, moral of the story of that Berger. job. I had to clean this fucking meat machine every day for like an hour because there's all these little crevices, these crazy, insane tools. Because you get ground ground fucking beef in this thing. Yeah. These tiny. You can't get all of it. So some shit's gonna get stuck in this machine, right? Mm-hmm. You try your hardest. I'm also 15, and I'm not trying as hard as I probably should. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. ended up having a little situation one oh. day. I show up to work, and I I open the meat grinder at like 7 a.m. There's maggots in this thing. Oh, oh boy. Straight up. And I'm 15, so I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget. Sue was the the the, the owner. She's like She was like in her late 60s. She's been working there since she was 18. I, I'm like, Sue! Holy shit! There's maggots in this thing, and she runs back. She ran back and put her hand on my mouth. Like, shut up! Oh my god! Shut up! Because I said it really loud, and she was like, "You oh, can't there say customers? that." There was some, oh, someone yeah. was there Come at on, seven a.m. Yeah, I fucked up. Fifteen. <laughs> oh, I'm, no. I'm a moron, dude. I'm fifteen. So like, oh god. Since for an hour, it was like damage control. Everyone's oh. freaking out. What do we do? Oh, I, I was. They sent me in my ninety. I had a ninety-nine Astro van at the time. I put oh, the wow. maggot meat machine in my passenger seat. And I drove it to another oh another location that this place had, and we swapped the meat machines. And they were like, throw it in the back. We'll isolate it, and you we'll got spend rid of two like days got this thing. Dude, yeah. it was insane, yeah. Wait, also, you, you were 15? Or I was 15. Yeah, I mean, what did they expect? The Don't send a meat boy to do a meat man's job, I'm, you know? 
no, were you driving you know illegally? I was, no, I, you know, I got 16, 16, because uh, I obviously had to drive. A fresh yeah. 16, forgive me. You but can fresh. drive at 15 in Michigan if you're the meat boy. If you're the meat yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. A lot, of, a, lot of it's, a lot of it's a blur at this point, but... You could work um, at 15, I think, right? In, like, mm-hmm. a lot of states. Yeah, yeah, I was working at, like, 12. Yeah, I did some, like, weird... My mom got me a job when I was, like, 12 or 13, but it was, like, some weird, like... You had to sign special papers yeah. and, like, your school had to know, too. I had to, like, huh. walk around these, like... I was just, like, before... I think, like, 17 is when I, like, kind of, like, woke up. Before that was just, like... I was just, like, foggy going through life. I didn't know, like, where... How I got to places, what I was doing. I don't think I was making conscious decisions. You know, like, your parents just, like, sign you up for sports and then you're there. I remember playing football and, like, not knowing the rules, really. Like, nobody ever taught me how to play sport. the rules. <laughs> yeah. But, like, one of... The, I worked at some job where it was like, I think model homes and I had to just like stand there and like make sure people didn't like steal anything or whatever. But I was 12 in like a polo shirt. Like I had to walk around in this like model home security, creepy, empty house. My mom just came home one day. It was like, you have a job, Jack. You're going to like do this. And then they were like, all right, just like smile. And do you, do you think she was lying to you and just like getting just, you out like, of the house? kicked me out. Like, it was entirely really possible. Make them walk around these empty homes. Yeah. <laughs> Get them out you know, of here. I did that for a little bit. There was like other kids that worked there too. Another what? buddy of ours who plays, he plays in the band. He, he lives in Detroit with me. His name's Mark. Um, Detroit. Detroit, baby. He, uh, his dad, he was, I think, 18, 19, something like that. Whenever his, his dad just walked, walked right up to him, gave him no choice. He said, I got you a new job and you start tomorrow. And he was like, well, he's like, you're working in pest control, dude. Oh, oh wow. Shit. So he, me, Mark, one of these days, he'll tell you stories about killing hundreds of rats, dude. He's got stories. I'd be kind of, I would be really interested in that. That's an area <laughs> I'd go deep on YouTube in. He's a rat slayer. For he really real. is a rat slayer. You stay in a hotel with him, you know there's not going to be a bed bug. That's, gonna, you're not going to stay in they, that room. They know. Or you you don't get the uh, the bliss of ignorance, you know, like no, he'll get you that refund. He's literally done that where he has found bed bugs. Oh wow! Not with us, but when uh, their band, the mouse. Yeah, me and Mark, we have another band, and we uh, people love to have a bunch. We got a room. He he found. Yeah, I'm one. I don't know. One too many. People are always like, oh, I'm in five bands. (laughs) You know, you're only in three right now, right? I'm in three. Yeah. Yeah. How many are you in right now? I mean, technically, just just this. Just this right now, yeah. Yeah. And you're in how many? Just this. Okay. You're just the only one in three. Yeah. I'm I'm always <laughs> With doing... Our, I'm wait, what were you saying crazy. about the hotel? He, oh, no. Uh, we were all on tour together and staying at the same hotel, I'm pretty sure, right? And yeah. they ended up sleeping somewhere else or getting the entire room comped because Ben... Or Mark figured out that there were bed bugs in the fucking he walked right up to the to the front desk and he had it in his hand he's like do you see this shit and i told him i was like bro you need to put this in put this in a jar save it and like you know if, if you want to oh. be if you want to be a little shittier when you're younger obviously you know we're more honorable humans now you know but take that bed bug everywhere you go and just plant it bro <laughs> that's a good idea plant oh. that shit you like, kept oh, your maggots. excuse me yeah straight up it, it's not that hard to grow those. They come so freaking fast. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah, it was that yeah, whole situation. You, oh, you could. Yo, yeah, so you, I guess you you could keep it, or you could just. Uh, can you buy a bed bug? <laughs> like buy one. Buy one off Mark. So I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Can you, you get, get Can you like buy bed bugs on the computer? You can get some. Maybe. Bugs. I mean, that would. And then you bring a. You, then you bring a. <laughs> bring it to the hotel. A little uh, little bag, and you put it in the bed, and then you get. You keep getting comped hotels. 
What's, one way we to do don't it. do that. What's the nastiest? <laughs> have you guys ever put up in a nasty is, I feel like, hotel uh, on tour? Oh, for sure. That's a brilliant idea I just had. Oh, to bring bed bugs? Well, I'm yeah, sure people are doing it. To buy bed bugs on I, the computer. I feel like it's a break even proposition because <laughs> you, you get the hotel bugs. room and then they just <laughs> refund the money. Yeah. Um, um, but but they, that is hmm. free then. But no, it's free. Yeah, well, because Brandon, here's the problem is that like. In order to pull mm. your swindle, you'd be like, this is bed bugs. Like, I need a <laughs> refund or whatever. Mm-hmm. They give you the refund and be like, I'm actually going to still sleep in it, though. So I just don't want to, I don't want to pay it. But I'm down to stay in it. I just, you know. Yeah. You're like, I want my money back, mm. but I'll, I'll still stay in the bed. Also, I don't mind the bugs. You, you, you got to put the front like you're okay with it. But, yeah. It's, I, yeah. but you want your money back, but that's still okay, dude. It would, no, the, oh, move, I, the next yeah. morning, I guess, is yeah, when you go in and be morning. like, I woke up. Yes. You guys are really finessing this plan. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. No, exactly. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Yeah. That's no, I all, mean... That's no. all I wanted to hear. It's a good scam. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> what were some of the nastier ones on tour? Or... Um, oh, we stayed in this one room once, and, like, you know how when you can, like, see, like, the reflection in, at a certain angle of something? Like, you can see if there's, like, handprints on something. Um the one angle we looked at the the headboard of the bed there was just very clearly butt cheeks <laughs> just very clearly the outline of butt cheeks and some handprints and whatever so Nobody they're wipe that down. they're not wiping those things down oh god um, <laughs> we've had a bunch of beds that were just they just felt wet we like do they, wet yeah. Yeah. rubbery Damn. sheets bro we yeah. stayed there was like six nights in a row we had wet beds dude where just Where at first you're like, oh, you know how sometimes you. when you're cold, you're like, am I cold or is this a little damp? Oh, no, they were yeah, yeah, like, I know what you're saying. The dryer just didn't damp. do it took it out of the dryer okay. just 10 minutes oh, like early. mildewy, like... Yeah. Same hotel yeah. or different hotels? These are different hotels. And you said a wet streak? Yeah, we had like a six streak. nights in a row where me and our, our merch guy, Matt Huff, we, we slept together and every bed was wet for about a week straight. What if he was just peeing the bed? Oh, it could have been. The universe was fucking fucking dryer, dude. Something. Good way to take the heat off of himself. Be like, oh, the bed's wet again. This is weird. Have it again, <laughs> or just like wild action at hotels too. Oh, I stayed at the. Oh, I stayed at like some. This is before there were like, I don't know, better websites to find hotels. We used some kind of like early like Priceline discount thing. Me and my friends, like trying to go on our first like road trip vacation when we were, I don't even know, maybe twenty or freshly twenty one, and they it like put us. It just like picks a hotel for you, and it put us in this one like weird ass hotel where there's only like three rooms. And the guy at the front desk was like, "Fun fact, like this street is uh where they first came up with the idea for the show Cops." And I was <laughs> like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Yeah, this street." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Because there's like so much crime like Wonderful. around here is that like the concierge that, like, told you." This? It's not even a dude. It's like one guy for the whole one employee hotel situation, yeah. you know, and um. He's like, it's better. It's a little better now, you know. He like backtracks, but like, apparently this one stretch was like there was so much police action, um, and this was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Great, mm. so, great town. Yeah, and I did see somebody get stabbed that night. Whoa, oh. interesting. Whoa. But it was at a bar. Was the were the cops yeah. filming filming crew there? <laughs> I wish. Did I think they, they, they yeah, moved did on. they catch you? <laughs> no, but I did. Yeah, I didn't see anything on that street, but I saw something down the street. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like my damn. The sketchy hotel that comes to mind. Uh, the hotel itself wasn't that bad, though, I don't think. 
I like when you stay at a hotel and it's like it's a haunted house. Oh, hotel. yeah. I always think of that one hotel in Europe. Can't remember where, but all the lights were off at all times unless you were literally walking underneath them. Yeah. And there was nobody there but us. And it was winter. It was and so the, cold. There were a lot of mannequins in yes. like uh, in oh, like mili- old military costumes in various places around it. Like it looked like it used oh, to be like a, in the halls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It used, I think it used to be like a like a military camp or something like that that they turned into a hostel. Damn, yep. it was I bo- terrifying. I booked that one. <laughs> yeah, I. Yes, I did. Whoa. Well, I mean, are you? I. Yeah, I've I've, I've been. I think we were just talking about how uh, we got to go to an off-season haunted house. Oh yeah, twenty four. Yeah. We were just yeah, all season a, haunted house. A really when, great one. Yeah. when we were when we were kids, we used to go to this place called Memory Town, um, and they had just <laughs> oh, like these these little shops, these little like you know hayride stuff like that. Um, but we would go kind of off season because it would be cheaper. And uh, my dad and my sister went into the haunted house. We went so we went to Memory Town. We were like, oh, it's like not crowded at all. This is cool. And they had a haunted house. My dad and my sister went in. And I waited outside with my mom and we were like, it's kind of taking them a long time. And we didn't see anyone else around. They went through this haunted house. No one was working it. The door was just open. <laughs> it was just off. They felt their way through the dark and f- and like somehow managed to Thinking get through the other side. The experience. So like, oh my God. yeah, that's oh. hilarious. So they just went through this haunted house that was <laughs> technically closed. They're fun, but Damn. they're, that sounds better. Yeah, probably, haunted yeah, houses scary. creep me out in their own meta way too. Because it's like, if you're, you know, if you're getting into it and like letting yourself get scared of the ghouls and goblins, it's scary. But then it's also when you kind of start thinking about like, who are these people? Like, I worked as yeah. It's like you're <laughs> kind of like what was, that another, what was that gig? Um, well, during like the summer months, it's a uh, like a mini golf like bumper boats kind of place mm. and I like scooped ice cream or some shit but in the fall right before like nothing would happen during the winter they created this corn maze and I was like the f- like a bride's chopped off head where there was a table with a hole dug in the ground underneath it so I'd have to sit in the hole all night with my head in this table and just like have my eyes oh closed my god Oh, the best was you got air horns, and if you knew your friends were coming through, you just hide in the corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blast them. That was that sounds, yeah. Two, uh, yeah, that two, uh, air horns like are the cheap scares, though, in the haunted houses. They're effective. And they are. You, I've never been in an air horn haunted house. They're just annoying. But I know there's one. Oh, is it, I've is been in one where the guys get when you're 14 and someone hands haunted you that. Haunted house remix. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to some big ones where it's like like sketchier types of characters working them like more like carny types and then when you start mm. thinking about that a little too much you're like who are these guys that like they have like creeping up behind you like the actual people they in the costumes i'm like i don't know who these guys are the following yeah. me in the dark i remember what? looking into like um i can't give any like specific names of, of the places i don't remember oh, any it's it's worth oh, a go- it's worth a google search yeah. though but there's yeah. like there's these intense like haunted house attractions that you can like pay big money for oh, and you, you, you can pay Michigan? by 
I think so, but you can pay by like intensity of the yeah. scare and shit. Where it's like, where it's like you pay two hundred bucks, it's fucking insane. But if you do the four hundred dollar package, <laughs> you have to sign a waiver, uh-huh. and it's like you sleep in a tent, and you're not gonna know. But at, at some point in the night, you're gonna get kidnapped and blindfolded and oh thrown into a God. truck, oh, yeah. and like waterboarded and shit. Yeah, Jesus and like you people will pay for this experience and shit. It's insane. And they're like, you can choose. Like, do you want eight hours of torture or ten or one? And some people get off on this shit, which yeah, is like they're goofy minded. That's for crazy. That. Yeah. There's like haunted things where it's like, well, like if you yeah. give us your address, we will will kidnap you at some point during the day if you give us, you know, you obviously pre-plan it ahead. There's it's one like haunted was, role play, dude. There was it's one that I insane. was looking into for a while because similar thing where I was just like, but it's, it's one of those where I theorize that just like it's just like a guy that gets off on doing it and it's like when you yeah, look you into it you're like, I don't, other way. this isn't like <laughs> yeah. good haunted house. This is just a guy like torturing people. <laughs> I don't know if this is it's Halloween cra- it's related at all. For five hundred yeah. bucks, I'll, I'll come kidnap you. Yeah, I think it's like when, <laughs> do, when does you it, at four in the morning? When saying? does it go from Halloween scares <laughs> to like just BDSM play? That's what I'm thinking, dude. You know, yeah. When when there's no ghouls and goblins anymore, right? And there's just like two men <laughs> hitting each other in leather in the, in a barn somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, for money, pay good money for that kind of fine line. that kind of event, man. Yeah, People no. want that shit. What, I I want to. What's this place called? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I cannot tell you. I have no idea. Maybe off pod. Damn, it's yeah. Who knows? Damn, we gotta we gotta find out. Wait, I like hearing the old job stories though, but uh, you did not go yet. Have you had any? Uh, my first job ever, I I had to get working papers for. I I worked at a. A Salvation Army thrift store. Ooh, it's um, the first time I ever saw Ben. We didn't know each other, and we didn't meet till after this. But I saw him working. Oh, Crazy. huh. Yep. And, and the, um, it was it's, like I just had to like go through and like take the stuff that was like super old and hadn't sold, and like throw it in a bin and like bring the new stuff out. But there was where definitely did they take that. I have no idea. Maybe they just ship it to another Salvation Army. Um, well, but there was like this weird like. Uh, like, uh, purse mafia, where like if actually goods purses or other other things would come in, like legit, like you know name brand stuff, like it would never actually make it out on oh, the floor, yeah. and like there were people just like, you know, diving into these giant boxes full of purses and like steal, <laughs> like going home with like thirty of them at night, and then like just selling them, like. All the Dooney and Burke bags your heart could desire. Yeah, it was messed up. And I was 15 <laughs> and I knew that stuff was going on. And the 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 one woman who uh, was like doing that stuff ratted me out because I fell asleep one time on, wow. one, of the, on one of the couches because I was done with all my stuff, but I was waiting for them to count the register out. And she told the boss and I got in trouble. And I, you crashed I was like, like at like a minute before closing? Yeah. You canned or no? Uh, no, I didn't get. get I didn't get canned, but I got a. I got a stern talking to. It didn't feel mm. good. I slept. I used to sleep in movie theaters when I worked at a theater. I got caught one time. So I. I would only be a funny story if I remembered the movie, but I can't for the life of me remember what. But I just got caught fully in the front row of the theater, just zonked out. <laughs> you went front row for that. I just <laughs> the uh, nobody sits up in the front in the row. I didn't plan on it. I was just so tired. I was just so tired because you're allowed to like you're allowed to go check in on the theaters. You could always like, cause I would do that. I would go watch the movies sometimes cause I'd be so bored. And if anybody was like, what were you doing there? Be like a customer complained, said there was loud people. So I had to go check. And, um, so it was one of those like 
peeking in for 15 minutes just turned into like i'm gonna sit down and get get comfy and then also i was awoken up by my boss the worst boss but i remember i knew some people that had to do like either goodwill or salvation army for community service i think and they told me that it was uh just like insanity and the people that people donated weird shit too yeah um i always wa- i always wished that i could have worked in the back and like really see what kind of stuff came in because i'm sure there was like some crazy stuff my like, friend said they would get guns sometimes like I rifles and like <laughs> shit, dude. and like just cr- like most of the cool stuff like they could never sell you know yeah yeah it really brought it full circle right exactly then. no yeah people well because i think it's like people would just like sort their shit out when they're moving into the piles yeah. and then like come pick up a whole pallet of it you know yeah yeah the only thing cool i ever got was like a, a drum set um that someone in the back like knew Ooh. that i was into music and like was it a decent for one me. yeah it was like a like a 70s ludwig kit uh it was pretty sick that's pretty tight yeah it's not a bad it's not a bad gig to go work at salvation army just for the plugs yeah to yeah. go sort if you're an ebay vintage seller well, yeah you get first first dibs first dibs on that yeah that's but you're not nice. supposed to do that right you're just like walking off with it yeah you definitely shouldn't like you know. That's like how you're not supposed to play the lottery if you work at a place that sells lottery tickets. But mm-hmm. I worked at a place that sold lottery tickets and all of the waitresses were making a lot of money winning really? the oh, lottery. Wow. If they I mean, won the big one, though, wouldn't they get in trouble? No. Or you have your I friend mean, claim it or something? Tens of thousands. Yeah, exactly. Or you're like your brother or something. What yeah. other jobs did you have? I worked at a Burger King for like seven years. Seven year well, Burger King. Yeah, real he could long have eventually time. owned that Burger King. Honestly, real long he time. Ran that well, Burger King. my friend's dad was the manager, and we. Uh, I was going to school, and we were also touring. You know, when we could, and he would literally just let me write down whatever schedule I wanted, and then he would make that my schedule. Oh, I mean, like that's from a, from week to week. So I could like do. You were the Burger King. I was. The ki- yes. When was that? Uh, that was like when uh, when I was maybe seventeen. Until like, yeah, 22 or 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what years? Was Tiger's Jaw a thing during this? Yeah, yeah. So we started the, the band in uh, 2005. Um, so people so were, you guys were like, had records out and were fans coming in, like Tor- recognizing you I at joined Burger in King. 2006 and I already had a full length record out. Yeah, towards the, the solo? No, uh, it was Ben and another. Oh, they had a full-length yeah. record out. Oh, yeah. I see. Yes. Yeah. T- towards the end, people started, yeah, rec- like recognizing me, and I was like, uh, yeah, this is kind of weird. But like, I'm in this band. We're not making money to the point where I don't have to work at Burger King still. That's crazy. So That's like, I like, like Daniel Johnson working at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with that? Where he was like, <laughs> Daniel Johnson was working at McDonald's while he had like. And he didn't have a phone, so like record record pe- industry people would have to call the McDonald's and like get him on the phone. <laughs> That's amazing. And, like people know, would like show I didn't up. I know this. Yeah, it was like he was like taking meetings at McDonald's because like <laughs> he was amazing. like pretty much homeless and like nobody knew how to find him otherwise. Yeah, like we've always our band has always been in this weird place where like we're we're never we're never going to be the biggest band in the world, but like to the people that know our music, they like you know people we have a really supportive fan base, but right. like to mo- you know to the average person like they have no clue who we are mm. um but like it was there was like just enough overlap where like yeah people were knowing who i was seeing me working at burger king but i like i very obviously still needed the job so like like how many albums <laughs> deep is this uh that was two that was two albums deep wow yeah yeah 
What? Yeah, just or maybe the opposite. Bro. Welcome to the party. Somebody that's stumbly crazy. goes to a random yeah, show and they're yeah. like, yo, that's the Burger King guy. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's so wild. I mean, I don't... You know, a lot of musicians work, like, you know, have to sure. work side jobs. Like, even when they, you know... You need the ones with the flexible hours because, like, you can, you know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I got to go away for a month and a half now, but I would like to come back and still have a job. Like, how, how recently have you guys worked non-music jobs? Um... Well, I went to school for speech therapy and I worked as a speech therapist for a couple of years, but then the band got real busy and in like 20, 2014, we decided to like go We're tour, do it. like yeah, tour full yeah. time, uh, like make this our thing and, you know, just really try to like, yeah, do the best we can to make some sort of living doing this. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's been, uh, cause like the first yeah 2013 so the first like eight years of the band like we would tour for like during summer summer break we'd tour for like yeah. two weeks or something uh we were very much not a full-time band at all there were tours i couldn't do because i was 16 and my mom was like you cannot go oh wow. <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah or, like yeah. 2014 um we were just like yeah let's let's you know have like a proper go right. at it and, and try to try to do it this so is, i i mean i guess like yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, wild to me that I, I'm, like, what's the, I guess it's a, uh, I mean, you were on a, like, a label, right? Yeah, we've, we've worked with a couple different labels, um, but, like, some sometimes that stuff doesn't translate to, like, you know, uh, it, it making, like, any sort of real living, you know, right. like, yeah. um, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing, like, making any money from, like art that you produce is like the coolest thing and like all you could yeah. really hope yeah. for the actual um, dream, you right? do it because you love it well, especially right. harder yeah. when it's like multiple people in a band too, yeah you yeah, you're splitting you right. know. It, it, it's tough like you know we've we've been doing it a long time and you, you have it has to come from a place where you know that you love doing it because otherwise you, you may never get like the the reward side of it and we only you know in the last couple of years have like finally started to be able to like pay pay the bills by touring and by putting out music but like you know record sales aren't like you can't live off of them at this point unless you're like selling an insane amount but like right. tour you have to tour if you want to like make a living at like at the level that we're at and it's and it's tough to do like it, it like tears apart your social life like it's like this very strange thing you know yeah. so um so you have to love it um you know or else people don't don't last or don't do it for as long so. and have you guys been consistently touring like up to covid or yeah, yeah. we were just yeah like kind of busier than ever leading up to it and we were it was about to be our fucking year we were gonna put out a record <laughs> i was turning 30 we're gonna do all these tours and yeah it just happened yeah I mean, you guys came out pretty strong like <laughs> I was there last night. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. it was it was sweet. It but was being really that was two years of sitting around waiting to come out, dude. Being My a last full, beat the full shit band out show on stage, man. in front of other people was December 2019. Like, oh wow, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Long being, being so removed from it though, you don't have that crowd feedback or interaction, and you're like, you know, will people still will people still care about our band after this is all over? Like, right. you know, it's a long time, you know, to be not able to to have that connection. Like, we put out a record earlier this year without being able to play shows or tour. So like every other record, like, you know, you'd, you'd put it out and then be able to play some shows and like play the new songs in front of people. So we put out this record 
and you know had this great week of like getting people texting us or getting yeah. like reviews and and whatever else and then like the internet does its thing and focuses on the next thing <laughs> right. next week yeah. and it gets kind of like swallowed yeah. up so without playing shows and like seeing that sort of like direct feedback um it was it was kind of like I hope people, you know, I hope people are connecting to this because, like, we're, we can't actually see it firsthand. Right, when it, you're just in a vacuum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but last night made it so real, which was really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be like, I mean, wow, we're playing new songs and people aren't just standing there motionless because, like, that yeah. could happen. Yeah. They, they seem like they like them. But they're, they're yeah, they're on. going nuts. Fuck. Damn, I wish I was, I wish I was there. It was a good show. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't really think about that. Like the putting out a record in COVID too. Yeah. And we did so much other stuff that we probably wouldn't have been able to do. Like we made four music videos. We had five singles, which is, you would never have that many. Like just because we needed to stretch out the rollout as long as we could. And we had no money. So we did all of it essentially ourselves. It's like you need help with, uh, you know, editing video. I learned that because we had no choice. So yeah. it's kind of cool in that way. How old were how old were you when the first Tiger's Jaw albums were recorded? Um, like sixteen to seventeen. Um, like the self titles in two thousand eight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was probably recorded in in oh seven. Um, like we were still in high school and stuff. So oh shit, yeah, it yeah. Was my junior year and Ben's senior year. Please. Yeah, so I get to hear like that's crazy. I get to hear seventeen-year-old me, <laughs> my voice from. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I consider that like probably one of the top ten, like emo pop punk, like whatever you want to call it, albums of all time. Like, Thank you, and it's, very much. And I'd say that's like I'm being sincere, and I think that's noteworthy because it's like probably the one album that like came after kind of like the the heyday of a lot of music like that so right i don't know i really rank it up there though that's crazy you're thank you thank you i mean maybe it's a good time to be writing songs like that you know but yeah it was like you guys were young i i did not realize that it was funny like a, a lot of the bands that we were getting compared to at the beginning like we had never listened to and never really heard of but there were these really cool like sort of indie rock bands that were coming up in scranton and we were trying to make more sophisticated like indie rock stuff but we were playing at like a blink 182 cover band level (laughs) of skill so it sort of like landed us in that sort of sound i guess um and yeah i don't know what were people comparing you guys to in the early um Um, like old sort of emo bands like the the anniversary anniversary and the jazz june and uh promise ring get up kids yeah yeah Mm. Right. And when I was when I was, you know, 15 or so, like I I didn't really know about those bands cuz like, you know, I, I kind of just knew about like, you know, Green Day, Blink-182, you know. You like arrived to the same conclusion on your own, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I didn't realize you guys were so young. Internet was then. different too though. Like Oh yeah. It, yeah. You just knew what was actually around you and like what you could minimally access through like MySpace. It wasn't or like yeah, it was harder to search before there was like recommend recommendation algorithms and like yeah. Like organized social media forums and things like that. Exactly. It was just like even with the internet, like I remember it being hard to find music. It would just be like I think I only discovered like hardcore and stuff cuz like my friends 
my friend was like, listen to this fucked up stuff my brother listens to. And like <laughs> played amazing. me a, as like a joke. And I was like secretly like kind of like, I sort of like this <laughs> when I was like a little kid. And I like wrote down some of the band names and hit the, hit LimeWire or uh, Napster later. Yeah. But yeah, that's like, I, I don't know. That's like how I discovered all my music would just be like some kid's like older brother or something. Literally. Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, that was that was the way that was the way to do it. It was all about the older brothers, o- older cousins, also. Your cousins? I don't. Johnny yeah. was dropping. Well, no, I yeah, I had cousins on both sides. I only know the one cousin. Yeah, yeah. His, you don't his know, cousin is a frequent guest on the. Yeah, you don't podcast. know. You don't know the rest of my cousins. <laughs> I'd love to meet them. Yeah, you can. You're you're withholding them. <laughs> yeah, no, I. You're holding out at me. Th- there's more. There's more cousin lore. <laughs> <laughs> what other cousins you got? Any like standouts uh oh well yeah that's, that's i mean for I another, don't dox them that's on for the pod, another that's know? for another day you and johnny could talk about all yeah I'll, I'll circle back i'll circle back with the cousins you got me excited <laughs> <laughs> you got me excited think about think about all these cousins <laughs> so was that was that album like when it came out because i feel like a lot of people really really like it now like me being one of them did it did it do numbers like at the time or did it just kind of like slowly like um so you guys were pretty big at the at, when that happened we had signed with this local label called prison jazz records and they were they would just like put out their friend stuff and like none of it was really selling mm. like you know it wasn't like it was it, it was like very local scranton scene sort of stuff and that was like our biggest aspiration like we want to work with this label like these these local bands that we love like work with this label like we would love to do this. Um, and so we record that, that, uh, that CD and, um, there people, was no vinyl at first. It was literally just CDs. I oh think, yeah. I think it was like, you know, music blogs, like some, some blogs started like posting about it and, um, people started getting like ordering it from their site. And, uh, like they, they had day jobs and stuff. Like it wasn't like they weren't just running this label. Um, and we started getting all these emails from people who like, weeks had gone by and they never got their cd and then like the label kind of stopped responding to us and we were like what's going on here so we started sending out like our own (laughs) copies to the people because we were like so young we didn't even know like what to do um so we were like oh we're really sorry like what's your address we'll send you one and then like finally the label got to all these backlogged orders and um so like we were like oh like people are actually trying to seek this record out this is really cool and we finally started playing some shows outside of like our hometown and noticed that people like were familiar with the songs and singing along and and whatever and um that was like really really cool to like yeah like, yeah that's crazy too because you're really like going in blind like now you would experience blowing up by like you'd have a bunch of instagram followers right. suddenly or twitter you can quantify or it like you really yeah. couldn't quantify right. it unless you were seeing it in person. And also your kids too. So it's like Yeah. Yeah. We we like existed, we like started at this weird time that was like post when CDs were like really the thing. It was like at, right after that. And like kind of before the internet and streaming really like took over. So annoying. So <laughs> it was this weird like middle middle time that like nothing really made sense. Uh we were just doing what we what was there's like myspace yeah. music I maybe mean, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. That, that was like a time in my life where i was like i was on the blogs yeah. i know I, I we were talking about cousins earlier but in in retrospect i don't think i actually had a ton of uh cousin 
cousin related cultural influence. I think it was Mine all like give me any culture kind of kind of blogs because I was checking I was checking Stereo Gum. I was okay. checking damn, damn. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Vegan. Freaking okay. uh, well, hipster runoff. At okay, the time. hipster runoff was like, but that was just like funny. Yeah. Uh, what else was? It? Oh, gorilla versus bear. What's uh, What's that one? That was another blog back then. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorilla yeah. versus bear. Yeah. Yeah, you remember gorilla versus bear? Well, what else? Like what else was? Th- what else was going on back? I mean, then? there was punk news. There was punk news. Oh, okay. Then there was yeah. like message boards were really big, yeah. like the the bridge yeah. nine. Yeah, boards. Dude, in Michigan. Uh, like ninety percent of the music I had on my iPod that I would fills, there was there was like this it was like a it was a Michigan hardcore forum and there was like the media fire section mm-hmm. where every where day put every day it got it got updated free. yeah so it was like yeah. oh shit look at these four new albums I've never heard of where it was like these are band and I remember being like seeing all these bands where I was like I, well everyone likes this I feel like I should probably that was like this. that's how that I learned about that was a really good era of discovery the same music video I would just download like everything you, regardless of what it was. Day. Oh yeah, that a- was it. Aquarium Drunkard. That was another blog. Oh wow. Yeah, that was another blog. Yeah. Uh, post then, post oh, LimeWire Hype, was Hype Machine was the one that like Hype Machine compiled, was, yeah. compiled Hype all machine, the yeah. shit. Yeah, I remember but Hype it was Machine. Like, a lot like, of that music on Hype Machine was like 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 pre EDM though I remember. That was like mashups were big on Hype Machine. Oh, well yeah, that was that was a big time where it would be like oh like some guy mashed up like a Biggie song with an MGMT song. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be in middle school like, well, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> this is, this this is, is crazy that they did that. <laughs> that's this, that's nuts. You're breaking all the rules. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Indie and rap. Okay, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, you're reminding me of like those weird like media fire and then like peer to peer where I would just like, it would be like a whole oh, yeah. dump of like, yeah. Dumps and it's just like take yeah. everything you can. Really? I also remember that was a back in the pinwheel iPod era, uh-huh. where it was like they had sixty gigs, eighty gigs, and then they were mm-hmm. dropping one hundred and sixty gig iPods. Oh, dude, and I it became like a badge of honor, right? like it's trying like, to fill that really, up. It, really. it was a thing, like that. I you could feel it where it was like, damn, this dude's got one hundred and twenty gigs it filled. And then yeah. I remember going to people's impressive. houses. I would plug my iPod into the computer, and you just highlight, be like, give me these records, and just oh drag God. them to my yeah, iPod. Yeah, they had those like and apps. I, I, we would fill those fucking things up. But like, wow. that's another thing too about streaming and shit that we can. That's a we can talk about that for ten hours. But like, <laughs> when you go to your iPod, like. The way you decided what you wanted to listen to is you you or you want to listen to a band. You have to scroll through a hundred artists mm. first to get there, and you mm. see your artists' names every day. So and you want you want to listen have those choices that yeah. you put on there. Exactly, like it's so, so specific. You want yeah. you want to yeah. listen to, to My Chemical Romance, or you want to listen to a band that starts with a W. You want to listen to the Weaker Thans or whatever. You got to see every. You got to see five hundred bands when you go on Spotify or iTunes. You just have to know. Right there, like, what do I want to listen to? You have to just make a fucking decision. Yeah, you don't, you don't even you, need to know what you want to listen to. You could be like, "I'm sad, sad playlist." Right, exactly. So oh, it's like, Spotify like, will pick it all for you. Daily mix one through five. I've yeah. probably listened Bro, to their algorithm like, has gotten increasingly yeah. worse. Uh, they are technically hosting this podcast, but uh, yeah, anchor. Yeah, technically we are anchor, on their network. Played, but there's an anchor ad at the beginning of this. Yeah, episode. technically we're doing ads for them, but they're not checking. No. Uh, but. <laughs> Dude, their their algorithms, like all the playlists they give me now, it just reorganizes my own music. And it's like, we thought you would like this, Jack. And it's like, 
the songs I listened to like the day before. Are well, on yeah, there. but that's well, a, they're that's, not wrong. And yeah, dude, Discover Weekly, Discover Weekly is yeah. all other songs by artists I have saved. Just like <laughs> literally, yeah, yeah, and just like recommending, like check out this artist Bob Marley, like uh, that on the bottom of the Spotify thing, it'll be like add new artist suggestions. I don't know if you guys see that, but like. It'll be like Kid Cudi, Bob Marley, the Beatles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have, you like smoking, have you been smoking ganja? Oh, that's why it smells yeah, it. My, phone's, yeah, my, it? my phone oh, smells the like ganja. Yeah, they, they like said, you need something they trippy Kid like the Cudi Beatles. Kid and Bob Marley? Mm-hmm. And the Beatles? No, I feel like it's gotten worse, though, with the, the yeah. suggestions. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't... I'm starting to outsmart my suggestions. It'll, it'll, it'll do like a radio playlist, and it's like, I've heard all these songs before because it's just so, I don't know, it's it's so dialed in now. It's like I feel like if I want if I want to listen to newer music now, yet you, you got to kind of go back to the old school ways and just have someone recommend. Go back to the it's iPod. So, I, the idea of starting ask, now as a creative anything is very it seems so daunting to me. There's so like much I, I I'm there. happy that I started when daunting I daunting or exciting. I feel like the possibilities are so endless because like you can see it happen to anyone which is true sort but of but not, think think of people it's like it's not from actually like a great the internet is not like the great equalizer that it once was no right. it's right. fucked up in that way and, like i don't know i don't know like how if, yeah. if if you're like a if you're a band that's like starting now in 2021 I feel like it's very difficult to like break through. It's I, yeah, it's I, real weird. And like I can't imagine that, yeah. being like a stand up starting it. like any I, I can't imagine it. But I feel like that I'm what I was trying to say is that there are so many more people too that are seeing that that is something you can actually do whereas like mm-hmm. to to be in a band and want to do that as your career like obviously there are so many people that want to do that but to actually see on social media how often it happens versus like you look back to the like 40 years ago you know the names of all of the top bands but now it's like there are so mm. many different subgenres that are like popping off where they they are getting support from a community or something but something i always think about too is like we've all probably listened to like 30 new albums that came out this year and how many of them do you actually remember i feel like no one's spending time with albums as much as they mm-hmm. used to if you ask me what, what were like your five favorite records that came out in 2009 like in that back in 2009 i could tell you right now i'd be like yeah. what are your favorite albums of 2021 i'd be like i don't know i listened to them for three days and i moved on to something else right it's so much easier and you know I feel like this might be a very extreme thing to say, but I feel like streaming and all this stuff has kind of like devalued recorded music in a way. When you think oh, about it like that, sure. it's yeah. so much more of like you have a CD in your car and you're like, well, this fucking song sucks. <laughs> you hit, you know, like, I'm going to skip this one. Uh-huh. You still got to listen to the same band. You got to actually physically take it out of your car. Yeah, you take your time. If you don't like the shit on Spotify, yeah. just cha- just literally slide to the left. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that quick to just yeah. kind of throw something in the can, but... Again, I've chosen to work in music for my life, so like I also have no right to complain because you like I'm I love it regardless of how crazy it is. Yeah, sure. You know, I think that's what makes it horrifying and exciting. Yeah, I use Spotify. I exactly. Use Spotify. Yeah, I, mean, I, I could I could yeah. I'm gonna talk day, shit about this for an yeah. hour, and I'm gonna use Spotify tonight and for right. the next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So I'm just it's yeah. It it's a weird thing because like we we no, exactly. started. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink three three beers. And I'm going to throw on the drunk driving playlist on Spotify. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. The thing is, you could probably search <laughs> that, and I bet it exists. Oh, the drunk driving. Yeah, the official, the official Spotify. Yes, 
drunk driving playlist. Can I actually snag <laughs> another beer from you, <laughs> if you don't mind? They have because the, they do have the they do have the playlists that are like corresponding to certain moods. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You know? It's different from the buzz so, driving playlist. Yeah, so too. like it's they have one, and like they have they have one that's literally just called like I'm sad, and it's like a photo of like a guy like. You know, but like maybe maybe a, a drunk driving playlist. And oh, it's maybe uh, yeah. I want to know what's on know? that. We got yeah. added to uh, a playlist <laughs> recently called "Okay Whatevs." Oh God! <laughs> yeah. like an official playlist, an, an official one, yeah. which is a, a great thing. Which, yeah. Thank you for putting us on that. Um, <laughs> definitely made by like a CIA agent type guy, <laughs> like not yeah. a teenager. That reminds me of that one other podcast about the metal band where their song was supposedly like a. Tool oh yeah, the, the CIA. The CIA mm, was using yes. like a lot of different bands to torture people. It wasn't poison, what was it? Oh, Sna- Sna- oh. oh maybe this was a different it. era because they're doing oh, that yeah. in fucking Iraq. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been doing it for decades. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's yeah. a band I, <laughs> called Wolfpack, and uh, oh, they're okay. you know you ever heard of them? Yes. Their first album. Um, 12 songs. It was right when Spotify just became a thing. They completely milked the system. They made a 12-song record of just complete silence where each song is like three and a half minutes long. And they asked all their fans, like, just before you go to bed, stream our album. And mm. they made like $25,000 off of streaming royalties because you don't have to actually hear anything. You just you just let it play Whoa. like 100 times yeah. a night. Yeah. And they used that to budget their first tour. Then the guy ended up being on the news and spot it became like this whole lawsuit, you know. And then Spotify because of them, Spotify actually started to like change uh, royalty payouts and oh, stuff. Right. But like, these guys like they're actually from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Now the Spotify royal, royalty payment system is it's, fantastic. It's, it's, yeah. it's, now, yeah, it's, now it's, it's sad. Now it's, it's flawless. A, what can you do? <laughs> it really is like how, it is so fucked. I mean, how do uh, how does anybody? What what's the breakdown of like? Yeah. S- like cents to like it's not even worth talking pers- about it's yeah. just trash dude it's like one one hundredth yeah. of a cent <laughs> it's, right. just, it's just sad is what it is yeah. i searched like drunk driving on spotify what's the Jesus first song Christ. on the drunk driving playlist the first the top result for drunk driving is an episode of yeah but still our <laughs> podcast we're on right now wait what's <laughs> nascar drunk driving oh yeah. i mean that i don't know if i'm subscribed to well, yeah, I mean, our I own feel podcast like on maybe here, it's, but maybe it's from maybe it's because it did pop up in the podcast search. Maybe it's because of the algorithm that that popped up. Wait, yeah, is there? So I was trying to find if there's. Oh, th- people you, have drunk driving playlists. Oh yeah, oh, what's, I I'm gonna told check. You. <laughs> I I'm like a little distracted by these. Uh, let's uh, let's go to an ad break. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, All right, we'll be yeah. right back. So the drunk driving playlist. <laughs> It's a good typo right there called Depressed County. I think it was supposed to be country. They're all kind of sad. Like the first one was like a lot of like Lil Peep and like sad, oh, like wow. emo. Like I think it was designed to like it's the help wrong kind you of drunk. focus when you're when you're the trash is, trying to get home. Oh. Or is it like, hey, drunk driving, let's have a good time. We Blast have to also consider <laughs> that these playlists the might not be strictly algorithm based. Like these might be made by others. Oh, no, these are individuals like. Yeah. People are, oh, see, all of them are sad. Like, this one's drunk driving, broken heart emoji, car emoji. (laughs) Mine would be all, like, ZZ Top. I feel like that's, like, that's what I would crash the car to. I'm not not co-signing this activity, by the way. Yeah. You know? I'll go on record, too, and say Tiger Shaw fully does not condone. (laughs) Do not add it to the drunk driving Spotify playlist. Yeah. Have you seen those billboards around where it's, like, 
I'm messing it up, but it's like buzzed idea, like calling your friend Dan T-Bone. And then it's like drunk idea, like getting T-Boned and dying with Dan. Have you seen like those? It's like like really dark and it's like... I've seen the ones that that say drunk driving, uh, it says drunk driving, colon, the ultimate party foul. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, yeah, who, like, who, is yeah. who is that for? Who is that for? I don't know. It's like, who is it like, for, was, though? Like well, somebody that drunk drives all the time, it, and then yeah. they're like, well, fuck, I don't want to do a party foul. Yeah, I think it might have been, uh, it might have said underage drunk driving. Oh, that's a double whammy. Party foul, yeah. <laughs> Kids, yeah. you don't want to break the party code. <laughs> ethics. Yeah. Know. Look, laws, fuck the law. Yeah. But, you know, party foul? Mm-hmm. You won't catch me doing that. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Hell no. Um, Absolutely not. Oh, but you missed. I was looking at the drunk driving playlist, and they all seemed very le- legit. Oh, People, yeah. Like, well, actually, it's like sad. Yeah, what kind like, of they stuff, had one what kind of stuff was on there? It was too real. Like sad, like like country songs and like... Oh, yeah. Like Runaway by Kanye West. Oh, that, that's a terrible that drunk driving like song. The, the fucking piano notes oh, at the beginning of that. Yeah. And then when the... That... Oh, that, that sounds. I mean, it's like you kind of understand that. Yeah. Like if you're watching a yeah. movie yeah. and you're watching a scene where you know the yeah. main character, which you know, when they're you know the main character yeah. for their Spotify playlist, <laughs> it's about to happen. That sounds like that sounds the idea of the playlist. <laughs> Yeah. Like you imagine getting pulled over and like oh, the cop sees oh, no. <laughs> no. your dash. You have like the no. Apple CarPlay thing. Yeah. Drunk driving drunk playlist. Driving playlist. <laughs> like drunk driving like tongue out emoji. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so shitty. The official huge... drunk driving playlist. <laughs> there's a huge dude, there's a lot of drunk driving playlists though. Yeah. Well, how do we even get on that topic? Because you just brought we were four talking more about beers we, I, out is here, this dude. all from oh, like I originally we asked you about how <laughs> no how, yeah because <laughs> we were ta- we were talking about Spotify and then I made a and then I made a joke okay wait so so you guys you were we'll we'll wrap this up nicely you were teens when that record came out yeah you played your first shows yeah you hit the road Scranton yeah Scranton yeah Scranton we, PA. Pam and Jim were there they were there yeah Pam and yes. Jim Dwight they're all there mm-hmm. the whole crew the whole squad I remember getting a. Uh, in high school, tenth grade, I got a, I got a Dunder Mifflin T-shirt. Oh <laughs> yeah, I worked and in like, the Steamtown Mall, and girls, that's girls like said the only place. It, I, it was cool. <laughs> you they were like, up. oh, Hell he's yeah. like, he like likes. Like, oh, he likes, show. he likes the Office. Yeah, yeah, little indie show. There was like, yeah, because the I remember love story Lauren Rousen, Lauren Rousen, and Lauren McPherson, uh, both both thought it was cool. You were like ironing <laughs> it, and they, like getting the crease yeah. in it. And then I remember one of them wrote in my off uh, in my yearbook like, you know, like oh I, I I'll never forget uh, quoting the office <laughs> <laughs> in class and it's like yeah you probably will forget that. You yeah. to, why don't you call them on pod and be yeah. like hey you didn't, you didn't did forget, you forget it though. did you forget no, what no, show no. they yeah they know they they still they still I know they're keeping tabs call them up and be like hey I know they're not which show did we used to quote a lot right now but. <laughs> And then if they um, if they don't if they don't remember then you can cut them <laughs> off forever. Yeah. Wait, what were you gonna say about Scranton? Yeah, sorry. Oh, I was just saying that I uh, <laughs> before the pandemic was actually working at a, a stand. It used it used to be the food court. Like the Steamtown Mall just went to shit because you know malls don't exist anymore. And there, 
is this little shop that sells like Dunder Mifflin merch, essentially. Mm. So you have like a community college, yeah. a dentist's office, this weird ass food court that I worked at. In the mall is the community in the mall, college? In the mall, an aquarium. That's fire. This store and the Welcome to Scranton sign and the amount of people that like would oh. come up and be like, "Where? how do I get to this place? And I'm like, the Scranton tour guide. Oh, oh people God. are probably taking tons of pictures that Welcome to Scranton sign. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like I've done it too. That's... We get asked so much, like, oh, like, Scranton, like, The Office, and it's like, right. I we love that show. Yeah, yeah. So. Did they shoot it, yeah. in any of it in Scranton? No. A I mean, couple like, exteriors. Same with me for Wayne's World, shots, none of it was shot in Aurora. Oh. The opening shots, though, are from, fuck, I can't remember his name. John Krasinski. And I just watched uh, that movie. What's the movie? Quiet Place. So fucking good. Anyway, <laughs> so that will definitely hit. At some point, but oh, you, you're on a, you're off of an edible right now. Yes. Oh boy. So, well, how many milligrams would it, were we talking? Okay. It's fine. Yeah. I'm yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just laughing at my side story. Yeah, sure. About that movie, but he was filming on his little like flip phone when he went to Scranton to do research, and that's like what the footage is for the opening credits of The Office, which, mm. in my opinion, are some of the best opening credits. It's like so. That's John Krasinski's flip phone. Yes. yes. Damn! Oh, wow. You shoot pretty Lore. high quality flip phone footage. No, it's it's grainy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe. Yeah, I'll have to revisit. It's that. supplemented, obviously, you know, because it's the intro. But yeah. like anything that's like the older. Oh God! Yeah. Speaking of uh, mashups, that just reminded me. Uh oh. A thing I used to think was very cool in tenth grade is uh, it was a somebody mashed up. Hustler music by Lil Wayne with the Office theme song, <laughs> and I would listen oh, I to this. To. I would listen to this just like by myself i would just like listen to this like on my on my fucking ipod and i was like wow this is this is to me this is epic because i was fucking a, a, a teenager you know so like i was 18 yeah why did you write that down oh man yeah i thought this was so cool hit me i thought this was awesome <laughs> I bet I bet both Lawrence thought it was awesome too. Yeah, they, for sure. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. You were listening. I, you were walking yeah. in those, I, the hallways of your high school. Like yeah, that? Robinson you had, you Secondary had a, School. Oh yeah, I think Katie Sharp said it was a cool shirt. You had your I, shirt on, Lauren on each arm. <laughs> this going through the headphones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You were just, everybody that, could was, hear because that's how no, headphones worked. Yeah, I did not. Uh, no, I was not. I was not macking in high school. You brought that. You know, you. <laughs> I feel like you may have thought that it was gonna pay off, pay dividends. Yeah. When you put on that shirt, you're like, you know what? <laughs> I might need to pull up. I need to bring, bring some condoms to school today. Pull up, pull up with a Dunder Mifflin shirt. Like, yeah, you know, I'm about to lose my virginity for oh, sure. God. Little, little did I know. It would be it would be four years before this took place. <laughs> it would, I I would uh yeah it would not it, this would not occur until I uh, moved across the country. <laughs> yeah no I yeah play more of the play keep playing. <laughs> I thought that was I literally thought that was so cool. Do you still enjoy yeah. it as much though? It's it, must well, it sounds terrible. No it, it doesn't. So bad. No I'd rather just does listen it hit the to, same? It does not. No I have learned. I I've learned recently, I've not recently, I've learned just in my adult life that, you know, none of it, it's never going to hit the same. 
No, I went to I went to me oh, and my man, I felt that. Jay, Jay Weingarten and Doug Doug found we we all went to uh, Freddie got fingered screening. Yeah, the other night and it's and you know Tom Green f- friend of the pod, I love him. But there that is like going to a screening of that like in your adult life does it it's a reminder of like oh it'll never be the same mm-hmm. you know it'll never be the same as like if you're watching it in middle school and you're like oh I'm getting away with something yeah you know like. I remember watched Jackass 3D like the third, <laughs> oh, yeah. and in theaters with like a bunch of hometown friends, some cousins of mine that like when we grew up watching Jack, like we would stay up and our yeah. parents would let us watch Jackass <laughs> when it first aired on TV and shit, right? Yeah. And we all went to the theater and we're all fucked up having a great time, you know. And I remember they said that was like going to be the final one. I heard they're just doing another one coming and up, right? The, yeah, yep. they've got the final okay. one. But when out. 3D yeah. came out, it was like the grand finale. Jackass has reached its end, and I'll never. It was the funniest thing. We the it was like the final scene where like the house they're in, they they flooded it, and Spoiler everyone's alert. getting their ass rocked. They just get fucked up, right? And then the credits start rolling. And like, it was like really sad music because it was like an end of an era. And I look yeah. back, and me and like ten of my guys, literally, were all like crying because we're like, we grew up with these guys. Yeah. I grew up with with fucking Bam and Ryan Dunn and Raekwon and shit. All those like, we watched it our whole life. And I swear to God, we were all like, we're like, we're about to start crying right now, dude. It was yeah. it was so funny, but it was proof that yeah, that shit. Does not hit the same it hit when you're in seventh grade. Well, of course, you know what I, mean? I still. But it's, it's crazy. It, it's not a knock on that. You know, like. I mean, you, I watched Jumanji like so much when I was a child. It was my favorite movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Didn't watch it from childhood to adulthood. Yeah. I thought the animals were real. And oh, then imagine yeah. watching oh, yeah. it again and being like, "Is the CGI so I shit?" I thought now? that was real. <laughs> the monkey stealing. Yeah. The police motorcycle yeah. and driving it themselves and laughing and like I thought that was like I was like wow look at these that's monkeys. a weird era is yeah. like yeah we were like forgiving because uh, it was like the best <laughs> an effect could be you they know were, they were trying their best and yeah. like your imagination actually exists then so I'm never mad about like that oh CGI my god no I'm not mad like about it but we're just saying like does it hit the same it's like it, there's something no. about the actual moment in time too well yeah nostalgia is a disease. And yeah, oh, it will. It's the worst. Anything yeah. re- revisiting anything will it will never hit the same. And that just, is just let it live. Just let it up live. There. Just let it live. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. There it is. I mean, I think. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that edibles hitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got secondhand high from her edible. Yeah, yeah. Brought no, well, that place. was the thing. Is I I did. I was a. Uh, yeah, I, I bring up I bring up the office T-shirt and it's all downhill. Wise, you know. Yo, hustle music. Yo, who's the guy that motherfucking hustle? And I was just, I was, I was just like, damn, this is fucking awesome. Damn, this is so cool. I would like, love to see a picture of how old you like what you look like when. Oh, that was he could pull it up. Oh he yeah, pull it up. Yeah, but, can, um, I'll show you. But um. Anyway, guys, I mean, do you guys have any plugs you want to drop before you go? Uh, if you're on the East Coast in October, we're playing uh, uh, in New York on October 21st and in Philly on October 22nd. Yep. Uh, the Philly show is going to be our album release yeah. uh, at Union Transfer. And then uh, we oh, go on a cool, cruise with cool Coheed and Cambria. Oh, we're on a shit. cruise ship. And taking back Sunday? We're what? Playing, oh, wow. We're playing the poop yep. deck, dude. That's wild. <laughs> Wait, where are you playing in we're New York? Straight up uh, playing the poop a, deck in the Bahamas. It's a new spot called dude. Brooklyn Made. 
Oh, oh and we're playing in September yeah. with Joyce Manor. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Central, in Park. Central Park. Central Park. Central Park. Central Park. In Central Park. Summer Stage, Central and, Park, 23rd. Uh, we're, we're also, I do want to plug, we will be in New York on oh, yeah. 9 11. It was the best was, time of year to be there. It was bro. just the it was the Saturday. <laughs> it was the like, Saturday that they had available on the on the calendar. It just happened control. to be on the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. But we are will be doing a live podcast at the Bell House. So you know, on you Saturday, September eleventh. Bell House is great. Love that it's spot. Yeah. It's yeah. a great spot. Yeah. I love it. All right, I, maybe I'll maybe I'll see you on that cruise. Yeah. That sounds nice to me. I'm trying to get COVID on the Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> Cruise, you and know, that'll be a better place. Place. Andrew WK, COVID in Cambria, Andrew WK, COVID in yes. Cambria, Andrew WK, uh, new, newly married, yeah, Kat, I hope she Kat comes. Dennings. I hope she comes. Oh, wow, okay, you know, you do believe the Andrew WK conspiracies and how there's more than one of them. I believe I, it. Oh, I know, yeah, we can, the, we can talk about this later. We've already ran out of time. We got to play Little Wayne. But oh, fuck. I want to, I wish some research later. I mean, yeah, we could, we'll stop recording and keep talking. All right, about well, it. anyway, thank you for listening and thanks for joining <laughs> us. <laughs>